and welcome to Us Down Under. I'm Megan. And I'm Kira. And we are two girls that quit our jobs and moved to Australia. So we want to apologize to our listeners. For the last few weeks, we've been off our game and have not put out a new podcast. It's and because we've been so busy at work. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so we apologize. We are going to get back into it, coming out with our weekly podcast. We already have the next few weeks planned, but basically what happened was... We have settled here in Melbourne, and we kind of uh, lost... Well, things were just kind of boring. Like, we didn't have that much to share. Yeah, so basically, I think it was more so that when you're traveling and you're having all these highs and so many things are happening, um, it's so great. And then when you are settled and you're... It's the opposite. So it was like, not a low, but it was just like a lull in like what was happening with us. And it was harder than we thought to find jobs, but we are officially employed now. That's... A strong word to use, <laughs> Part-time employed. But, no, but basically what I was saying before, it's things got boring in that, like, Australia is not that different from home, and so we have an apartment, we have friends here, we're technically kind of going to work sometimes, and just not that many crazy things are happening, so we're kind of shifting our direction with the podcast for the next few podcasts, where we're almost always going to have guests, so um, we'll explain who our guests are for this episode in a few minutes. But Megan, why don't you tell everyone what job you got? Uh, so my coffee dream didn't work out for me just mm-hmm. yet. <laughs> yeah, but um, still have hope. Not going to give up the dream, but I'm doing nursing now, which is not what I wanted to do, but somehow I found my way back into it. And I think once I saw the paycheck, I was like, I got to go back to nursing. So here I am. I'm starting tomorrow. And um, yeah, but I'm still going to try to learn um, how to make coffee in Melbourne, Melbourne style, and I'm still going to try to um, work part-time in a cafe. So hopefully, I already met a friend that's willing to teach me, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, but that friend is the person that works at Penny Lane, that coffee shop that so basic- is never opened. Yeah, <laughs> he works, so he explained to me so that he only likes luck. to work for five hours Wait, per day. Hours. Um, he's it's Pig on Penny Lane. Um, that's the name of the coffee shop, and he just told me to go on YouTube, learn how to make coffee, and then come to him, and he'll teach me one afternoon. So we'll see what happens. The dream's still alive. Okay, so this was never my dream, but I did learn how to make coffee this week. Yeah. So why don't you like tell us, um, Kira? You've had a few jobs since yeah. you've been here, so why don't you start to explain that for us? Okay. So um, we thought it'd be really easy to get jobs. And the first week actually proved that was correct because I got a sales job. Well, first of all, we met our neighbors when we first moved in. And the person who lives above us um, offered to get me a door-to-door job. And I was kind of confused about what that meant. But it literally meant, like, walking door-to-door and, like, selling gas and electricity. And um, I was like, I'll do anything. I don't care. And if you've never been to Melbourne, basically they experience four seasons in a day, which Kira learned that the hard way. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I never ended up, like that was like on a Monday or something. Then on a Tuesday I had, um, I was applying to everything online and I saw this job at HelloFresh. You guys don't know what HelloFresh is. It's the um, food delivery service. They kind of give you like these meal plans. We have them at home. I think a lot of people know what HelloFresh is. And I didn't know what the job was, went in for the interview, found out that that was also door-to-door. And I was like, you know what? Okay, I'll do this. Got that job. And um, I lasted one day on the (laughs) door-to-door. They (laughs) drove us out an hour away from Melbourne. And um, first of all, 
another thing that was like kind of hold me back from taking this job on full time was you think when you tell your parents that like I got a job they're like all right you take anything you can get go for it but once I explained what this job was my parents were like quit now do not go to that job but they said this to you as you're already like out there right well they said this to me the day before but I was like no I'm just gonna do it I, I I'm just gonna try it out for the experience and then I'm in the van with like all the people going an hour away to knock on doors and I'm like hello and I'm like do you need anything and they're like no we're just calling to talk you out of taking that job and I was like I'm in the van I'm too far gone <laughs> so I hung up on them and um so they were just kind of freaking out about me going to doors by myself because they thought I was gonna get murdered which wasn't a crazy thought like I'm literally knocking on these doors by myself on my first day well that's what I was supposed to be doing so basically I hope no one from HelloFresh is listening to this <laughs> but I was You're giving HelloFresh a bad name <laughs> yeah I was trained for the first two hours and we walked I walked to um doors with this guy and basically we're just knocking on doors and be like so who does the grocery shopping here and just trying to sell it to them and it's so cringeworthy because everyone just wants to close the door in your face <laughs> and, and he's just like oh sorry but they're like I'm not interested he's like but uh, how many people do you cook for and they're like I'm not interested I'm like slamming the door and I'm like I would have walked away 10 minutes ago uh, one guy invited us in for coffee we went in like just the craziest thing ever um, fought with him about Trump for about a half an hour and then left um, and then he, the guy was like who was training me he was like alright I gotta um Go to my own turf now, so good luck. So I'm on my own, walking around this random neighborhood, basically like, think of like Westchester or Rockland, like where we're from, like 45 minutes to an hour outside of the city. That's where I was in Melbourne. I have no idea where I am. I'm supposed to be knocking these doors, but I promised my dad that I wouldn't knock on any doors by myself. So I was just <laughs> roaming around the neighborhood. And there was a van that was driving around checking on us. So whenever the van was just driving by, I had to pretend that I was like lost looking for something. So I'd be looking around because I was on my phone the whole time reading. And uh, then my phone started dying and I had nothing else to do. This was also like Friday at like 6 p.m. Yeah, so I was still on home. I, I got home at 9.30 that night. So then I had nothing else to do because my phone was dying. I was using my Kindle app to read. And then um, I didn't have my AirPods or anything. And I just started singing. <laughs> What song did you sing to yourself? I sang Dixie Chicks. <laughs> Do you want to give us a preview? No. I was walking around this random neighborhood of Melbourne singing. And um, if that was my week, that was the low yeah. of my week. So then I didn't take the um, other job offer for the door-to-door because it wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Australia needs to stick to uh, using bloggers to sell HelloFresh, and that's about it. I know. They have Jessica Alba, but like that's it. I did make a sale, though. Technically, but I and then I quit the next day. So you didn't even like reap the benefit. They wanted me to go to Port Macquarie on a road trip with them the next morning for seven days. It's <laughs> like no, lied and said I had friends visiting, so I couldn't make it. Yeah, and then also in that seven days, you would have missed the races. So well, that's the main reason why I couldn't go. Yeah, thank God. So quit HelloFresh after one day. Guess I have a story from it. Um, but now I'm working for a temp agency where they kind of just throw me wherever they need me. And so I was working as a receptionist the past three days. Receptionist is a great job. You don't have to do much. I was also just reading on my Kindle app all day. So long story short, I've read a lot of books in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> Every job involves a Kindle app. <laughs> yeah. If anyone wants recommendations, hit me up. Just finished Tattooist of Auschwitz. Great book. 
Well, on that note, I think we should introduce our guests for this week. Um, we are so lucky to have our neighbors from upstairs here with us. Yeah, so the neighbor that I was just talking about, I'm looking at him right now. Yes. <laughs> and we're going to switch over the mics now so you can say hello to them. And yeah, so I'm going to pause it here now, and then when we come back, we'll have our guests. Messed up. They told me the first time to speak into the microphone, and within 13 seconds of being on the podcast, I've actually made a mistake. As far back as I possibly could. Uh, yeah, my name's Joe Padden. I'm from Southport. We've been travelling Australia with my girlfriend. Freya. Uh, we've been travelling for about, what was it, nine months? Yeah. Been having a lot of fun. I'm here with our friend from back home. Hi, guys. I'm Chris. Uh, I'm from Southport also. I've been travelling in New Zealand for 10 months, and then I'm in Melbourne. <laughs> I'm so nervous, by the way, so. Listen, you guys are doing great. You're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> we have some movies. If you could see their faces right now. Have I gone right? I'm going to embarrass myself. But like, all tomatoes. Yeah, hold on, it's really cute. Hi, guys. Uh, so pretty much, yeah, we had the... Um, the fortuitous moment where we came about our two neighbours who moved into our beautiful apartment building at 56 William Street. I mean, I call it beautiful, but, you know, there's cockroaches and there's... Yeah, I imagine a cockroach. Me, either. We had one in our bathroom. We've had uh, mould in the bathroom. We've also had our sinks overfilling and showers not working, and it's been... Yeah, it's been it's been adventurous. I think that we have definitely bonded over living here and our Just situation with our lovely landlord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've got one of those landlords that you can text them once, twice, three times to come to, come around and fix something, but eventually it just takes takes a phone Please. call, takes about fifteen texts, and then eventually he might come round and smash your fucking sink. So pretty much we had a sink that was broken obviously and it was a, I think it was leaking or something like that it was going all over the bathroom it was starting to get a little bit smelly so we decided to ask the landlord to come around and fix the sink um, I came back from a hard hard shift of knocking doors like Kira was doing I was the one who introduced her to it didn't, she, didn't, she didn't take my job off of her so that's, that's fine um, Hanny he decided to come around and take a sledgehammer to the sink and smash it to pieces um, so I came home and I left the flat asking him to fix the sink and I came back and we, we had... We didn't have a sink for like three days. Yeah, so how'd you guys um, do your dishes? In the bath. <laughs> how How would you? <laughs> <laughs> Luxury. Yeah, we had to use our um, lovely blue ceramic tub to wash our dishes, which was a hell of an experience. Yeah, but if your tub doesn't have paint that's like dipping, dipping. I noticed that about yours. Yours yeah. looks so like, 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 so like, Don't worry, we're having inspections tomorrow, so we'll... I don't know, why am I the one that didn't get a text? I don't know this is happening. <laughs> yeah, Make so. sure the apartment's clean for 10 a.m. tomorrow because yeah. it's all getting inspected. I wonder what they're going to inspect. Are they going to come in and look at the floors? The they the Speaking on, I suppose, on behalf of myself and, and my girlfriend, who's sitting to the left of me, 
really, really wants to talk, but just just can't find the words. Um, yeah, we we did some previous traveling um, around America, which I think gave us the the sort of wanderlust feeling to be able to travel. And we spent a bit of time back in England for about I think I was back for eighteen months. Uh, Frey was back for about twelve. Nine months, and um, yeah, we just we just fancied getting out there and traveling again. You could see yourself getting back into the same old habits at home of going out and not really progressing and doing the same things, going to the same clubs. So, just fancied a bit of a change again instead of being stuck in the same old rut. What do you reckon, Chris? Uh, yeah, my life pr- turned pretty stagnant as well in Southport, and my brother went to New Zealand, so I thought, um, why not go to New Zealand as well? Um, and I had loads of fun as well. Travelled with him. And explored the South Island and the North Island as well. Um, so you got went, fucked up. <laughs> uh, you were in New Zealand for ten months, you said. Yeah, for ten months. And how long have you been in Australia for? Um, three months now, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Where is it? Oh, maybe. Yeah. It, it, this time goes so quick; it feels I like have it's no not. Idea. You feel like you've not been here that long, but you've been actually five. looking at. So five what months, would yeah. you? Five months. Wow. Um, what would you say are the differences between Australia and New Zealand? Anything? First of all, scenery. Second of all, culture and how modern Australia Australia is, and then um, no Mordor. <laughs> yeah, there's no Mordor. It's very outdoorsy, New Zealand, yeah, but it's very like beautiful. Hikers, right? Yeah, very. I hiking. heard that people in uh, New Zealand are even more relaxed than the people in Australia. Kiwi. Yeah, pretty lazy. Not gonna lie. Um, no, it's very relaxed. Very relaxed indeed. Because we've no New Zealanders out there, so. We'll get offended. <laughs> <laughs> Protest. <laughs> no, we. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, I've never been. I don't, you've never been. I'm just. Uh, I think we would like to go. Sorry, I moved away from the microphone and I keep getting told off. Such a real follower you are. Um, I have a yeah. great uncle in New Zealand. Where does he live in New Zealand? I don't know. On Lonely Island. Somewhere. It's on the list for us. Okay, to so I only learned that there was a north and a south. I, that's what you told us. Yeah, north and south. Yesterday. <clears throat> I didn't even know that. You never so. knew that. No, because I was looking at road trips because we want to do New Zealand. So I was looking at like itineraries and some of them were like, oh, it's north. Or Probably have to get a flight there. To get to New Zealand? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gathered that. Thank you, though, for the advice. I'll come to you later for, to see how I get from place to place. <laughs> I really appreciate your help. So we want to hear more about your farm work experience because you guys have done it and we have not. And I think our listeners are a little intrigued to hear about it. So can you talk about your You don't have to do it. Yeah, so even if we wanted to say a second year, we actually learned that we don't have to do farm work. We can just work in a cafe or or hospitality in certain parts of the country, basically like the northern regions. So like Cairns or wherever, like that's a nice place to live and you can just work in a cafe there for three months and then stay. So essentially, to put a bit of context to that, we have to slave for eighty-eight days on a farm, <laughs> and people from the United States of America can just work in a in a bar. Yeah, <laughs> it was hell. It was hell. I mean, when you're doing it, you, you you can't wait for it to end. But when it ends and you look back at it um, in hindsight, it, you, you I can't help but smile and say like, Yeah, we watched a video last night of your little highlights of it. And it probably awesome. the only good thing that comes out of it is like friends and. The okay, so tell us what you guys did and where you were. We were in a place called Tolga in the Afton Tablelands. Really pretty. And we were like an hour, was it west? West of Cairns? Mm-hmm. An hour west, yes. So, it's very green. There is nothing 
literally people just do day trips to all the lakes and the, the heights and stuff there. So we were really like out of the way of life. Um, but not out of the way of avocados. <laughs> we picked mangoes. Avocados. Avocados. We did sweet potatoes for a while. Uh, I did white macadamia nuts. Uh, you did strawberries, oh, sweet so potatoes. <clears throat> so just a, a general array of fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm. I think it's also interesting how you're there for a certain period of time, but you need a certain number of hours. So like Freddie, you were saying yeah. you couldn't finish your hours. So is it 88 days or is it hours? The thing is like, you can ask all these questions. Nobody, even like official it's government. It's all bullshit. Yeah, official <laughs> government people do not have an answer for you. Like he rang a few times and was like, oh, like we've done this, this looks right. And the guy's got to speak to some jumped up little prick on the other end of the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. Yeah, well, you know, you just have to follow the guidelines on the website. Or but rang the, you. the guidelines are awful. Like they don't tell you anything you need to know. It's like, you just go around in circles. So eventually we just decided if we've been to work for at least an hour that day, it's a day. Yeah, that's the way it should be. Well, we've yeah. been dealing with government in our own like ways for the nursing license and the teaching license and I can tell you they don't know what they're talking about there either because it's so behind it's like oh once you mail that in it'll be four to six weeks oh we need that now it's another four to six weeks it's like it's 2019 why isn't everything mail and why are the four to six weeks do you need help in your office I can come to the like, <laughs> I can just do it are you understaffed <laughs> you guys should come to Australia it's really fun <laughs> <laughs> no I love it here but that those are frustrating things yeah. because I feel like they're kind of forward in other ways like we don't ever need to bring a wallet out because everything is Apple Pay and like, like I don't know, I just yeah, like in America you still have to swipe and sign. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I used to think that was really cool when I lived there, and then by the time I like living here now, I'm like, why the hell? Like it's such a waste of time. Yeah. All about con- well, we call it contactless in England. They call it. They actually who has the time to swipe anymore? You know? No, nobody. Um, they call it FPOS. Yeah, they they call it FPOS now. They don't call it contactless. I've never even heard any of these words. <laughs> we would. Oh, they don't yeah, have it. Do it. It's white <laughs> and sign, like you just said. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought, you know, it's been, you know, like two years since I was there, so. Nope, we still haven't moved on. <laughs> um, so, Chris, are you planning on doing farm work? Yeah, it looks that way, but I'm not looking forward to it. Um, other than, I don't know, you can do it on a dairy farm, can't you? Is it? Yeah. Or is it just farm work? Yeah, but dairy, dairy farms have got horrible hours. You just jump yeah. towards the microphone again then, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, you work from like 5 a.m. to like 10, and then you when like, the, when the cows up, mm. and then you work like <laughs> through the, almost through the night. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's only one girl on our, yeah. on, in our hostel that did at the dairy farm, and she hated it. Yeah, she got up at like 4, and then. She, like, nobody ever saw her because she was up so early and so late and then in the middle like when everybody else is at work she would be in bed that's kind of hard then you don't even like meet friends exactly yeah that's that you just meet loads of cows (laughs) (laughs) i think it would be quite cool but then she said like in like a she loves animals kind of way it's actually not that nice she loves animals you know she's getting up and like that's what i mean like she in her head she thought oh this might be quite cool but then when she actually did it a few times she's like this actually she realized it was Super cruel. Yeah. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. I mean, I looking back at it now, I would suggest doing it. Like, even if you don't, it was Americans at our hostel that just decided that they wanted to experience it. If I was to suggest anyone to anybody 
do do it because it adds a bit of character to your trip. It's not just everybody's everyone nice. comes back saying that. It's because it, it's not like obviously traveling's amazing and living in the city is amazing, but it just adds like this different element mm. to your trip that you weren't not particularly we weren't expecting to do it, but then not we, as quickly. We ended up in the circumstances in in Cairns with no money, and yeah, we couldn't actually fly back down to Northern, so we had to start farming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's talk about your travel nightmares now, because I love to hear this. Oh yeah. So let, let's first have you guys talk about your time <coughs> in America, and then I want to go into Joe's travel nightmare. Right. <laughs> so yeah. Um, so first, how did you get to America? Like before you get into that, what did you guys do there? How did I get into America? So I was always an avid soccer player, as you guys call it, not a football player, a soccer player, um, and. I decided to apply to a client company called First Point USA, and they used to like make recordings, create an online profile for you, and they'd advertise you to American colleges for scholarships. So I was fortunate enough uh, to attain a scholarship to go and live in Lake Tahoe in California and go and play collegiate soccer. Um, it was sort of like a little bit of a dream come true, getting to play uh, soccer in such a beautiful place and getting to play soccer every single day. I'm going to have to start calling it football because I can't do yeah, this. Okay, yeah. Um, so, Be who you are. Yeah. So yeah, it was a great experience. Um, really, really enjoyed it. Got to make a lot of friends, play a lot of football. Got to do a bit of studying, which was a bit annoying, but you know, got to take those crazy American classes like English 101. <laughs> Um, and then for my second year, I moved to a different college on the east coast of America, close to where. Yeah, close to where Kira and Megan used to live in upstate New York, Binghamton. So close is a long is like a stretch because it's three and a half hours away yeah. from where we're from. But we have friends that went to Binghamton. That yeah. Listened. So what's your Bearcats? Yeah, they're they're called the Binghamton Bearcats. Oh my god, how the hell would I know? That? Yeah, because you went to parade day. Yeah, I went to parade. Yeah, um, so I got to play college soccer in um, upstate New York as well, uh, in the in the green hills that are up there. I really enjoyed that. Got to see a lot of the East Coast as well, New York City. Uh, really, really vibrant. Went to Boston, yeah. That's girlfriend tell me went to Boston. <laughs> not, not, I didn't already know that, but it's all right. Um, yeah, and it was just it was just an all round good experience getting to you know, go to an American education system and see what it was like. You grow up in England watching all these films about American colleges, so actually getting to go out there and sort of experience it a little bit with myself, it was um, it was good fun. So good fun. while you were doing this, Freya, what were you doing? Um, I was an au pair in Connecticut, mm-hmm. in New Canaan. And Money. <laughs> it was probably the best thing I ever did. Kind of like opened your eyes a little bit. There's more in the world than... Small town. Well, I mean, you came in small town, but it's a really small town. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I also got to do a lot of traveling from there. I saw a good amount of states, and I worked for a family that had, well, they had two kids when I had them, and by the time that I'd left, there was a baby. So it was nice to go through that, and um, um, I, <laughs> you I still love keep in touch with them. Right? Yeah, I do. You we text this. like every day. That's so nice. Um, and you FaceTime with the kids. Yeah, I really want to next year. And the dog, Bluey. They had a what dog. What kind of dog? He was a golden retriever and an Irish red setter. He's okay, he a beautiful. Like my old dog. I'll, I'll find you a picture because yeah. he's. Iris said that if he was a man, I'd probably marry him. Damn, Joe, are you hearing this? Yeah, that sound. Because they have the same hair color. Well, if Joe was a dog, what kind of dog would he be? I feel like he would be one maybe because they're both ginger. 
<laughs> yeah, this, this is what we're talking about. Right? Chris, um, have you ever been to America before? Never, but I really want to. Where would you go? Um, the South for the food. Whoa, the South. Yeah, wow. I want to go to the South. Thank you. I love the accent. <laughs> I want to see the food, the people. The so. food is amazing in the South. Do you watch like Dives Drive-In? Oh, uh, Dives Drive-In Dives. No. <laughs> what's, that, what's that fat bloke that just goes around? Man versus Food? Yeah, Man versus yeah, Food. Yeah, that's yeah, another exactly. one. Oh, that's oh, yeah. Uh, I yeah. All the food. I never got to go to the South, but I would have loved the, the opportunity to go and eat. The one place that was like really high on my list was like New Orleans. I know, I never, I never got there. I haven't been there Guys, we can all go. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I was supposed to go there for my 21st, but I ended up going to Miami Why instead. Why don't we go there for your bachelorette party? <laughs> Yeah, when not, we... Not to, like, not when we were together, though. Yeah, like, I had people say it to me before. Yeah, but I mean, like, we weren't sat together and people were like, oh, we would oh, yeah, never we'll... make it. Like, yeah. somebody said it to me and then somebody no, said it to him. No, what would they say? They'd just be like, oh, mate, I could you know, I don't think... Just... Do you actually think you're going to stay together? Think you can, yeah, you can stay together. Like, you can do this. Um, you've um, been together for years. We've been together for two years before we'd left. Yeah. And then we left. And obviously, Freya lived in Connecticut, and I lived in California for the first year. It so, was very as long you know, that's it. So at this point, year. how long have you been together? <laughs> um, and when you're in America? No, I know, just right now. Today. Oh, right now. Um, probably around probably. five years and a little bit over six months and five years and stuff. Yeah. It's six years in January. Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel like Chris is your um, child or? Yeah, I really want to know. No, 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 no. <laughs> this isn't well, happening. No, I think we all basically grew up together. Yeah. It's n- there's no kind Listen, of. Listen, like, I'm just a professional third wheeler. So <laughs> third that's why we do it. I was right? going to say, it doesn't feel like you're a third wheel because we know each other. I want to tell the listeners that the dynamic, because you guys all live together, so they need to know this. So yep. Freya and Joe are a couple, and Chris lives with them mm-hmm. all above us. Yep. So that is why he is the child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's go for Let's go build him. That's hilarious. Kind. Children. Yeah, mother hen, friend. <laughs> um, no, I think the fact that we went to high school together and we've known each other since what? Goodness. Very young. Very Okay, so this was when I was traveling, well, traveling, living, playing soccer, football, whatever, college in um, California. So if you've ever been to Lake Tahoe, if you've ever been fortunate enough to go to Lake Tahoe, you realize that most of it, um, half of it is in California and half of it is in Nevada. So when you cross over to state line in Nevada, there's loads of casinos. So we decided um, at the age of 19, decided to go to the casino and there's a club in the casino. And I used one of my teammates' IDs to get into the club. Don't know, don't don't know how I managed that. Um, so yeah, I used his passport. This stupid bouncer or security guard, whatever you guys call them, um, let 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 me into the uh, the club. 
So I'm buying drinks, you know, we're loving it, everyone's partying. I'm like, yeah, I live in America, California, it's great. And then decided to, I ran out of cash when I was buying drinks. So I decided to use my debit card to buy my drink. And I didn't know in America sometimes, and it's probably because I look quite young. Um, yeah, and I didn't, I, I, I think it was probably because I look young, but apparently they just do it sometimes. Anyway, they ask for ID with the debit card. So obviously I gave him my debit card and I only had my ID, which gave me, which said that I was the age of 19. So I couldn't give her the ID and she was holding the debit card. So she walks off, sorry, keep moving away from the microphone. She walks off and she takes my debit card to the security guard. Security guard pretty much comes into the club, pulls me out, takes me into a holding cell in the casino. And then I'm just saying to the security guards like, come on mate, just, just throw me out, like I'll go home. There's no need to, you know, there's no need to arrest me or anything. Just throw me out, I'll go home. So he rings the sheriff and the sheriff comes in with his big hat and his belt and his, you know, sheriff attitude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so he comes in with this, you know, clip. You might, if you can envision this guy with those those metal things on the back of his boots, just walking, like just clipping them. <laughs> and I'm just sat across from him on this table and he just sits down, boy. And then... I <laughs> Um, so he, yeah, 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 and he start he breathalyzes me, and obviously I'm over the limit. I'm pretty much crying to him, like, please, mate, come on, just don't arrest me, just throw me out. I've been in America like. I mean, the only thing is, like, in your home country, you're legally drinking. Yeah, so yeah. So in my home country, I've been drinking not legally for like nearly two years. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, breathalyzes me. He's like, sorry, Joe, you're over the limit. You know, put your hands behind your back, reads me the rights, puts me against the wall, puts the cuffs on, pulls me through the casino in the middle of Lake Tahoe. Puts me into the back of a, a police cruiser uh, <laughs> and takes me to the, the local jail, which is where the real fun starts. Um, he start, they start to book me in, they, uh, I fall asleep. I'm in the cell for, with about two or three other people. I wake up, obviously, in a complete panic that I'm in this American cell, this 19-year-old white ginger boy in the cell. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm in a complete state of panic. I'm banging on the door, you know, what's going on, what's going on? And he explains to me what's happened. So then, I, you know... They take the pictures, the fingerprints, all stuff like that. I think they put them on mugshot on the internet somewhere. Don't know why they do that in America, but they do. Yeah. Um, I think that's really yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, 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 oh, yeah, they do. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's weird. I don't know why they do it, but nice one. Um, and yeah. Well, it's kind of like how they ridicule the um, thieves in Valentina. Yeah, yeah. Loser. Yeah, yeah. Stole this clock. Ask them to the <laughs> No, no, no. I mean, I get it. I get it. I get it. So, yeah, he's done all the, you know, booking me in, pictures, fingerprints. I've got Crocs on. They took my shoes off me. That's no. the real I, I've got like a prison number. I've got like a prison number Crocs. at this point. I've got like this. They took my shoes off me. They, you know, they, don't, want to, they don't want me to injure myself with my shoelaces. Crocs to the casino. No, I didn't. You thought I wore Crocs to the casino. No, 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 no. no, no. I didn't get that either. So I've got Crocs on, like this orange jumpsuit thing. I'm just walking around this, I'm walking around this police station, like, what the fuck has happened to me? Like, how has this ended up happening? Um, and then they send bail set at like, I think it was $190, $200, something around that. And I didn't have enough money in my account. Um, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did, didn't, didn't have enough uh, dollars in my account. So I said, you know, ring, ring my dad, who's in England. And the sheriff's phone wouldn't ring any sort of international phone number so he's ringing and ringing and ringing and he says to me look Joe I've been trying for two hours now if you can't make bail in the next hour we're going to have to take you to the jail and you'll have to stay until what because I don't know I didn't have an American account or anything yeah but I 
I didn't have like, an amount. I remember the phone. I could have paid it, couldn't I? Well, I've probably told this story about seventeen hundred times, and you've never time. mentioned it. <laughs> were you even in America? Oh, yeah, you were. Yeah, I was because I remember thinking this is weird. I've not spoke to him for twelve hours. Something's really. How could you have weird. sent me the money though? Couldn't I have just paid over the phone? No. I we don't even know how to tap. We're not even contactless. We can't do that. Yeah, but my hey. phone, that was it. My phone had run out of battery and the only phone number I remembered was my dad's oh, mobile yeah. number. There we go. <laughs> so, so you I, can, I remember the like the codes. You put plus four four, which is the area code pretty much for sort of England internationally. And I knew my dad's mobile number. 07855735519. Oh my god. So I was trying to get the shelter in the phone. It wouldn't work. He was getting really pissed off. He was smashing his phone up. He was like, oh, I can't get it to work. He's like, yeah, if you can't make what? bail, your boy, uh, if you can't make bail, you're going to have to you're gonna have to go to the jail and you'll have to stay till Wednesday. And what night was this? This was on Sunday. So this is from Saturday night. I was in there 10 hours till Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon. So I'm obviously, at this point, I'm three weeks into my, you know, soccer scholarship dream in America and I'm looking at four days in a jail in the middle of Nevada. So things were looking pretty bleak. So at this moment, I was just begging him. I was like, mate, like, come on, like, look at me. God you bless him. I'm looking at him and I'm thinking, mate, come on. I remember distinctly saying these words to him. I said, have I been arrested? Is this all happening because I've drank, you know, five to six to seven cans of Budweiser? And he said, yeah, you know, welcome to the United States. And I was just, I was just in such shock and awe that this was happening to me. Like, I understand I broke the law, like, it's black and white, but it just seemed like so, just just too much. It's a waste of their money, isn't it? Yeah. No, it's not, it's not a waste of their money because, oh, oh, that was. It's a waste of time, but it's not a waste of money. I'll get to that at the end. Obviously, they got loads of money out of me. And yeah, so I had a sort of a light bulb moment. Um, and I said to them, I remember on our induction as an international student, they gave me the details for the British Embassy um, in San Francisco. So I said, ring the British Embassy in San Francisco, which that is obviously. A light bulb it, it honestly just came to me. And. They put me on the phone and I heard this guy in an English accent and I was just like, oh my God. I spoke to him and I was like, mate, you need to ring my fucking dad right now and get me out of here. Uh, I said, I'm a British student in the United States, I've been arrested, I can't make bail, you need to give me this money to get me out of here, something, because I'm in panic stations, I'm not going to jail for three days. <laughs> and he ring, I gave him my dad's number, he, yeah, he rings my dad, rings me back and my dad pays the bail for me. And I got out of jail, yeah. And literally, the, like, he just opened the gate, this whole whole gate thing opened and just walked out and the sun was shining <laughs> honestly god the sun was shining i just felt like the guy off you know Shawshank redemption <laughs> he just gets up yeah and he's just like yeah i'm on that beach you know scrubbing up that boat and i'm just <laughs> <laughs> okay but then you have to go to court andy dufresne <laughs> yeah yeah uh, so yeah i had to go to court like three times i thought i was going to get a public defender didn't get one so they they sent me back and they said because you're not american and all this stuff like i can't get a public defender it was too small so of a case school find out about this? no i managed to keep it from them the whole time i managed to keep it from my soccer coach as well oh my gosh um well, so this yeah yeah so i just sort of get back into the habit of it um so yeah, I went back and I was very fortunate. I was speaking to one of the clerks for the court and when I, because I had to represent myself, when I was speaking to one of the clerks, a, a man approached me and he, he said, what are you doing here? And I said, oh, I've been arrested for underage drinking. And he said, no, what are you, British? Like, I can hear your accent. What, it was just in the middle of a court in Nevada and they're like, what are you doing here? I just saw him out here playing soccer for the local college and he's like, wow, wow, wow. 
Um, and then he was like, what have you got there? So, which was my papers, which had like my little prison number on and my misdemeanor and minor in consumption of alcohol. And he just read read the papers for about two or three minutes and he just passed me them back and he said, please no, plead no contest and say you'll do an online alcohol awareness course. Because I was just going to go in and plead guilty because I didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, yeah, plead no contest and take an alcohol awareness course. So I went in, literally just said, oh, plead no contest, I'll do an alcohol awareness course. And she just <laughs> banged the gavel and there we were. Thank God for that. That was my... Uh, it's like your little like, fairy godfather. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was a travel nightmare. I got free law advice and I had to speak to the British Embassy. It was good fun. Actually, when I was leaving New York, um, my nursing mother, I call her my mother Hen, um, she was like, wherever you travel, always know like your embassy, like the U.S. Embassy. Okay, but I have to write contact exam and they're leaving no help to me. I mean, I haven't gotten arrested. What are you apologizing? Is that your bit? Yeah. <laughs> but like in general, when you travel, you should always know. Because they'll yeah. help you out. Yeah, if they can. If you ring them, sure, if you can. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you have any other travel nightmares that you have in mind? You want to share? What about that time frame when we went when we went ice skating in Central Park? What happened? Is that classed as a travel nightmare? Uh, it's a pretty funny story while we were traveling. It's funny to you. All right, let's yeah. be out of here right now. <laughs> I was ice skating. We went. It, we were ice skating. We were, it was it was one of those romantic things. You spent most of time on the floor. <laughs> We were ice skating in Central Park. It was so very romantic. It was snowing. It was real cool. It was dreams come true everywhere. Anyway, so I'm like okay with balance, so I was fine. And then it's like he's fallen all over the place, blah blah. blah. And then he, we get to like, oh, let's go home now. And then it's like, oh, like I'm feeling okay now. Do you want to race to the the exit? <laughs> and I was like, okay, thinking like oh, he's gonna like fall over and hurt himself. Yeah. Anyway, I won the race. But as I got from like ice to, what is it like? like a, it's like a it's like a rubber. Oh, no, I my. She just oh my but like, lord. Like <laughs> I felt like it was in slow motion. I literally was like my whole body off the ground, head back like Maybe on the bad. ice. It was really bad. I, I felt my brain just like <gasps> shook. Like people stopped. They were like, oh shit, like is and she alright? I'm mostly like, oh my Dead. god, this is so embarrassing. He's like, like first when you fall, but it's like, wait, I could be really here. Yeah. yeah, but like I didn't feel, I mean, it's probably like adrenaline, adrenaline or something. I didn't yeah. feel any pain or anything. I was literally get me up, get me out of it. Everyone was literally like, yeah, because no. it, 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 at this point it looked like she had whiplash. Imagine Literally, the most, the most like, slap, slapstick, like, Laurel and Hardy-like sort of fall. Literally, like, literally just went, like... Just, like, <laughs> head over arse, And like, then I was bang. also not even thinking about that happened. I was just thinking, like, I didn't, like, I didn't win now. Like, he's going to say, <laughs> he's going to say, like, you didn't win, you fell over. Like, I won, and that really pissed me off. Joe, did. did you say that? Yeah, I mean, I said head over arse, but I think the term's arse over tit. You went arse over tit, which was quite funny. <laughs> Have you ever heard that before? No. Going arse over tit, you know. Mm, of course. <laughs> I think it's like... like I haven't been ice skating since. No one can see what you're doing. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm acting like people can see what I'm doing, but you can't. Because <laughs> they're doing the demonstrations over here. Just, you know, you know, like typical banana skin, like slip up oh, and then... Okay just down and it was like just a roller coaster or something did you end up going to the hospital no I went home I she did. cried I cried and I just sat there with her for a little bit one of those cries like is, I was just saying the other day to you when's the last time you cried from like physical pain oh yeah weekly <laughs> Fred cries a lot <laughs> look at this bruise mm-hmm. you cry mm-hmm. I don't remember what this is from but this is what I live with mm-hmm. see I don't think damn she's <laughs> <laughs> 
I didn't words. get my eyebrows threaded. Way worse. <laughs> right, mate. Do you know about this? No. Oh, <laughs> now you'd already left for New you Zealand, have mate. You know about this now. So, you know, we were in we were in the marble place, which you, know. you won't get. Mm. It's just like a like He's a little. He's always sh- saying like, to me, "I want to get my eyebrows done." That's not a weird thing. Don't it's not a nice thing. No, you know, no, you know, I'm all about the, you know, the so aesthetics. So we were in this place, and I was like, right, this is it. This is the time. No, go. Okay, so yeah, I went to this little marble place, which is just like a, it's just like a, it's a shit shopping center. Like which is what you guys call. It's got what yeah, you guys call TJ Maxx, but we call it TK Maxx. Well, this is at home. Yeah, yeah, this is this is in England, and I go to get my eyebrows waxed. You know, they've got the you know standard seat and stuff. They lie you down. I don't know. I don't know how it goes. And um, she's got the the wax on on this on this like wooden stick that they use. I'm sure you know most females know what I'm on about. And she yeah. she starts to she scoops the mate. I'm telling you, she scoops the wax up. I've never had this done before. She scoops the wax up, and she's she's leaning over me, and I'm thinking, right here we go. I think she managed to do a couple before it, and you know she was getting that trim shape. Mm-hmm. But she, yeah, yeah, you know I was getting that, you know whatever. And then <laughs> she put, I think. She, uh, I just remember. Anyway, she spins this, you know, this this sort of popsicle yeah. stick, mm-hmm. spins it round, and she'd obviously put too much wax on it, and the wax just goes bang <gasps> right in my eye, <laughs> right in my fucking eye, <laughs> and, and my, my my fucking eyelashes just stuck together, and I'm just like, Freya, like, what's going on here? Like, what the fuck's going on? I've never had it done. She's like, no, it's fine. It doesn't hurt. Don't worry. There is and no panic. From me. I, I jump up out of this chair. People are like, you know, with the, you know, I'm, I'm doing the action, you know, when they do those uh, that threading action with the like with the mouth and the, you know, they're like that. <laughs> That's the action that I'm doing. Um, <laughs> and yeah, she just she just dropped hot hot wax in my eye. <laughs> so my my eyelashes and everything she stuck together. And Frey's freaking out. Frey starts laughing, crying, and I'm just like, love, like, do you mind? Like, you've got fucking yeah, hot yeah. wax in my eye here. Um, so she just gets this. Um, she she nearly started crying. She was that she upset really that she'd done worried, it. Because like, I was just like, like Are you Luckily, gonna have to... it wasn't eyeball. It was just skin. Uh, and lashes, it, it, like... it fucking stuck my eyelashes yeah, together. It's like a conjunctivitis. What was for her if it was eyeball? Like could have gone blind. Oh, it was grim. So she yeah she gets this water it's and hot hot cotton boards and she's just sort of like putting it on my eye to just sort of ease the wax and she's just oh. fucking peeling my eye open. I'm just like, ow, this is in front of, this isn't like a dead shopping center. It's always dead in the marble yeah, place, course, isn't it? of course, It's absolutely dead. No one's in there and she's just stood over me just ripping my eyelid over I'm like, what the fuck? The funniest part about this story is that she didn't even give it to us for free. What? She's like, oh, you can have... Half price, half price. Half price, half price. Right, she should have lost her license. I would have complained. <laughs> Well, I was like, just give it I felt, honest, honest God, she obviously didn't mean it. I really felt, because I was like, Jesus, like, you know, you need to sort this you out. And she was, fucked her over, and I bet you didn't. She was, no, she was, the five, yeah, the give her the five pounds. Oh, you're crazy. She was panicking. She was worried, and I just sort of felt I bad felt for really her. I felt really sorry, but I watched it happen like it was a full accident. Like, it was just like a slip of the hand, but her face was a picture. So, have you gotten your eyebrows? No, never been back. <laughs> never been back. I'm trying to get her to do threading now because there's less. Okay, accidents. I'm sorry, but the threading is so hurts. painful, like a bitch. And I thought the wax hurt because I think I have a low tolerance to pain. And I don't know if I'm crying or if it's like the sensitivity in my eye. My eyes are tearing, but then I'm like, wait, this is so embarrassing. I'm like crying, <laughs> and like I'm full on crying. And the girl's no, like, like, do you have anywhere to go after? And I'm like, mm-hmm. But like the makeup's down my face now. <laughs> the worst is like when they get a hair that's like. Like really attached, like a nerve, and I start sneezing. Oh my god! I don't know yeah, 
like, she'll do it a little bit, and I literally just sneeze. You're like, oh, you're not going to do your upper lip? I'm like, bitch, I want to do she my upper lip. She said that to me one you time. You just want to do my upper lip. <laughs> I am getting out of here. Have you ever done that before? I was quite offended. I was like, do you yeah. think I have a hairy top lip? I was but. like, do you think I need to do that? <laughs> do you guys actually say that, though? I said it. Well, when she asked me, like, no, I'm back like, home. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. I'm good. Well, because I was thinking, like, she's, she's close to my face, like, if you but think you genuinely anyone, wanted to know, yeah, I was like, do you that. think it needs doing? And she was like, well, you know. And I was like, well, if you do or you don't, like, I'm not worried about well, nothing. Not. Exactly, which is why I was like, never right, had to so deal with it now I want to ask Chris. Yes. What's your travel nightmare story? Because I feel like you're gonna come out here with one, and we're gonna be. Oh, Chris, you gotta speak into the mic. Yeah, yeah, no, like, there's yeah. two, but there's oh, one that's really, mind. really out there. Right, what so are you saying, Pat? Not to say that one. Ooh, one minute, I'm Listen, start with that less crazy one. Oh, no, the less. Actually, just go for it, whatever. My mother was recently at a funeral, and I told my story how I puked in a bush in front of a family walking by. And oh, yeah, no, this is next level. Okay. Like, so this is the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to me in my life. So I'll just go for it. All right, okay, okay. So. Do you know this yet? No, no, no. I was in Queenstown traveling with friends. New Zealand. Yeah, New Zealand, and um, I went to a hostel, I got really drunk, and then for some reason, um, in the middle of the night, I got up, and I decided to, oh, I thought, I thought the bathroom was oh, the yeah, bathroom, was like, but it wasn't, it was actually another girl who was staying in the hostel, No. so I pissed all over her, <laughs> it was the worst, ex- so I'm, I wake up to someone going, what the fuck, get my stop, stop, I'm like, mortified, I ran out, Golden shower. Golden showered. <laughs> Accidental golden she shower. She is going to therapy. Oh, yeah, for sure. 100%. And you don't understand. I picked my bags up and I left the hostel on the spot. Gone. See you later. Oh, I didn't stay the night. I just moved. Where'd you go? I just went down to another one. Like, called Can Nomads. this girl on the podcast? Oh, she will be... Mm, no. It's really not good. It's really not good. That, that was the out there one where it got really serious real quick. Embarrassing. I went out. But the other one was I was in New Zealand and... We're in Wellington, and me and my brother had been traveling this van, which sorted out with all the mechanics and the bed inside, and then we parked it one night, <clears throat> and everything got robbed out of it. So our bags of clothes, his bag, his bike that were he got shipped. There? No, no, we were in a hotel, oh, but okay. he um he got he shipped a bike over to New Zealand to go mountain biking, oh, and then no. that got stolen. His camera, laptop, oh my God. all our clothes. Um, Loads of shit, like his camera. Yeah, serious like, yeah, yeah. So. Damn. And so what do you guys do? Um, I stayed in New Zealand on a Kiwi orchard for five weeks before I could earn enough money to come here to meet Ferry and Padam. Did you have any clothes? Oh no, I had like, I had a selection of four outfits that got old real quick. Like especially when you're doing farming, so I had to try and save up. Oh, so you have yeah. experience on farms, so you're ready for this. A, a bit. It wasn't voluntary. Like I mm-hmm. just. Too bad that farming experience isn't like, like carry over for here. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, that'll be Wait useful. Wait so back to you getting robbed. So how do they manage, did they break the car? Oh, they went all in. They smashed three windows. They pulled out the ignition. They pulled out the dashboard. They, to get to the clothes and bikes, they would have had to take, in, take the bed out of the back of the car, pull the car, or pull the bikes out, pull the bags out. Like everything was strapped down multiple times as well. Um, so. These guys were like, Oh, they were hardcore. They they wanted the car. They wanted everything. 
And the worst part about it was in, it was in a car park with a security guard every three hours and cameras, and nothing still happened about that. So that's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Like, like they're probably working for the people or something. Oh, oh I don't know. Something maybe, like maybe yeah, conspiracy. Maybe they were professional photographers. Yeah. Just needed some equipment. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> hey, they got they got real lucky. Like. Damn. Um, that's insane. They went out there looking for a Nikon. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> or Kodak, I don't know. So, was one of those four outfits, one of the outfits you came out with on Sundays when you saw what I was wearing? Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I just thought, let's vogue it, let's do it. We've got to match it. So, basically, I came out, what day was it? Was it Sunday? Yeah. And I... Competi- just just every- competition. <laughs> competition. We hang out every day. We went upstairs showed my outfit off and then Chris came out wearing the same outfit as me so and like you, you were in the shower like there was no way you like would have got a glimpse of her mm. yeah. then picked her outfit like subconsciously like you just it was it's perfectly fake. matched <laughs> looking through the crack in the door <laughs> this bitch <laughs> <laughs> fuck you no I saw Megan Cockroaches. Probably I think I've seen the same hostels I'm in Amsterdam, so now I'm freaking out. They're probably, they're probably high cockroaches, definitely. Hey, Amsterdam jokes. <laughs> I think so I think we need to wrap up our little podcast. No, we haven't done our Monarios yet. Oh, you want to do Monarios? Yeah. Oh, it's going to be for the highs and lows. Monarios. No, all right, let's try your Monarios. I want to hear these answers. So these are the, um, all right, so we need you guys to pretend you're single. If you're not, Joe, are you guys single? Or yeah, I've got it, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> so you have a girlfriend or? No, I've got this, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> so um, pretend you're single, Joe and Freya, um, and you need to tell us what you would do. Okay. Okay? I'm ready. So, and these are travel Monarios. I'm not ready. So, um, <laughs> Chris, you need to be a part of this too. Mm. You just want to pretend like this. <laughs> Chris has settled back for a end of podcast cracker with <laughs> yeah. cracker with Brie. <laughs> when when we we yet to reach the end of the podcast. So. <laughs> Damn, it's good. <laughs> okay, Come. so let's imagine you're like traveling the East Coast during this, or um, Chris, for you, you're in New Zealand. Yeah. You meet a girl, and you notice she's great in every other way, and for you, Freya, man. Be <laughs> <laughs> creative. Man person. Uh, you notice that she doesn't really shower. Mm-hmm. No. Bin her off. See you later. Yeah, you're done. Gone. Um, I mean, <laughs> if, if, if she has a stand up wash in the sink every week, then does that count? <laughs> well, if, it, if it's just like this 
one. My dad didn't like, like, he was in a rush, he didn't have time to shower, and he, he thought it would be fine. No, 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 well, no, no. You, like, you've kind of gone from, like, city to city, and you've seen him, and... And he's smelt the whole time. What it's a, not that he even smells, it's that, like, you notice he doesn't shower, and everyone's, like, going on about the showers in the hostel, and there's shower shoes, and he's like, oh, how is it? Oh, I wouldn't know. Does the shower involve hygiene as well? You know, well, that, like, can you, can you plot, plot this woman's armpit hair with... She, she seems to figure it out. Like, she seems okay. Like, she, she doesn't like, smell. She gets so she's a great girl. She gets by without showering. But she's she good looking, or yeah, no, no, no. You'd be interesting. She's she's got everything going for her apart from deodorant. Like that's the only thing. Like shit. Does she wear deodorant? Actually, I suppose that's a key factor. That's a variable. Um, yeah, she wears deodorant. Okay, but it's just the fingernails and stuff in it, and the you know disco <laughs> pants and whatever it is. <laughs> uh, I think I don't think I could get on board with it. I think it's a turn off. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think you can't, like, if he's not taking care of himself, I think he's going to take care of me. Oh, oh. oh. Ooh, deep. <laughs> oh, okay. It's true, though, like, if, what, like... No, you're right. You know, self, you know, self All right, are you ready for the next one? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, so they get a tattoo at every single town they visit. Mm, no. no. That is annoying. Like, that is the, ed- <laughs> <laughs> the edgiest thing I've ever heard yeah. of in my life. No, it's just a bit too much, and it's like, one. yeah, all right, mate, we know... We know yeah. you've been traveling, like you don't have to, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, she's like, oh, but like, we have to get a tattoo first. No. What, every town? Every town. A big fat fuck off from me. Well, no. I every mean, town we, you spend the night in, she said. I mean, we do have a confession. <laughs> we do have a matching tattoo, but. <laughs> oh, we don't. From California. One, we have one. Yeah, we don't one. do it every town. We just Where do it every other town, you know. Yeah. Wait, you've only seen it on me. You've not seen it on her. <laughs> what? It's usually the other way round. Wait, maybe I've seen it on you. Yeah, you've definitely. Where's yours? Same place. You want to see it? Yeah. Okay. We got my file, guys. Maybe I've seen it on you. That's a cute one. Yeah. That's definitely what a boy. That's definitely what a boy wants to hear. That his tattoo is cute. That's definitely <laughs> it. Oh my god! So I've got that so many times. Oh, that's really cute. Oh yeah, fucking nice one. <laughs> you make it sound like I really bullied you into it. Yeah, I'm not it's talking a very about. Very mutual decision. I cried. I believe. You did. Um, Chris, you got any tattoos? Yeah, mine looks like a uh, math chart, like a bar chart. No, I like yours, man. It's cool. And it when girls also call it cute, it and it's like, cute. oh, shit. Oh, no. <laughs> One sec. It's cool. It's like quirky. Guys, we're going to put this on the Instagram story. What, what is, is that? that? Is that a tent? A tent? Exactly. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> a tent in a tree? So, like. Yeah, but it's just simple. But it looks like, like an X and Y. Oh, okay. Yeah. What does it mean? I used to do outdoor education in university. So like teaching Nonce. kids. <laughs> <laughs> I do football. I kick ball. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> but it's so cute. But that's cute. <laughs> oh fuck. Um, no, we're not gonna take pictures of that. So we can get visuals. Um, Megan and I do not have any tattoos. So no tattoos. Um, not allowed. Or just didn't want one. Not allowed. We're well, I thought, women. <laughs> yeah, I know, but. Um, yeah. No, no one in my family actually has them. But I just have no interest. Yeah. I said that. Damn, what's your second one? It's a heart. It's a heart. Original. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a parrot in here. <laughs> um, but I do want to get another one, so if you See, want to See, there come. you go. You're on... I don't really want a tattoo. I want a piercing. I want a very piercing. 
I don't either, Mom. You're welcome. <laughs> um, okay, next one. Um, they Snapchat or Instagram story everything. Uh, everything. This I kind of have an issue with. Depends yeah. if it's a boomerang or not. <laughs> <laughs> if it's a boomerang, it's okay or no? I don't know. Uh, I think it could be something you could tell them and they could... Yeah. Like, right. I've had to tell my friends at home to stop. Do you know what I mean? Because are not telling your friends at home, though. And sorry, friends at home, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, like... I know who they are. All right, so let's pretend. Do you want to try... You think you're going to tell me to stop? What? No, actually, not you. Freya, you think you're going to tell a person to stop? Him and I like saw it could possibly go somewhere, but he was just like really annoying me. They're perfect in every other What's this guy name? I would say What's his name? <laughs> Where's this guy live? <laughs> I would say something. I'd be like, You're being you're annoying, you're being annoying. So if you if you got to that point, I'd be like, You can just say that. That's true. Then I think it would be fine. I get to the point where I tell people they're annoying. The way I put it was that I was like, Listen, I'm talking shit and you're recording it. So <laughs> That's true. Like I'm bitching yeah. about somebody you and you're just not. <laughs> dangerous actually I've um, if someone yeah if someone was, was big I'm not big on the social media front you know I've got a lot of followers which is really cool but I'm not you know I'm not very big on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very big on the social media front um, if they were doing everything if it was like you know every fucking ham sandwich or every whatever it would be ham <laughs> sandwich <laughs> I mean just a big like loads of lure packs a big fat ham sandwich yeah. on their Instagram I just wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> alright Chris you didn't answer the question um, I don't. I used to use social media a lot, and I used to rinse it. Chris like used, to used to be a fucking gimp on social media. An absolute melt is the is the word. But no, I used to use it a lot. But and then I went off it a lot. Um, you still got a lot of followers on Twitter. A lot, a lot. Um, your Instagram following. name still says twenty one. Exactly. <laughs> my, I, I think I think my profile picture is like six years old, maybe or five years old. So have you updated it now? No. What's you, you make it a lot I don't plan to either. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't know. Watch, oh, which is just for the listeners so they can see what your social media following is like. What, what's your name on Twitter? Yeah, that's not oh, happening. No, <laughs> hey, listen, he's, he's, try- yeah, he's trying to embarrass me, but listen, it's not happening. <laughs> no, we're going to plug you guys and we're going to talk about a needy 15 year old who wants like, a girl. Um, <laughs> you, got a bit of, you got a bit of traction though, didn't you? Mm. 12,000 followers, that's what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no I was the <laughs> wettest guy on Twitter that you'll ever meet in your life. He and I'm embarrassed about serious? it. He was that guy. Did you pay for followers? No. Tell me you paid for followers. No, and didn't. then one day you just gave it all up. I gave it up. The in the foot. <laughs> I threw the towel in, guys. <laughs> no, it's too much. You can't keep up with that lifestyle. You cannot. Like, I couldn't anyway. It's just impossible. I mean, we have you like have a, to we have a full like just, 198 followers on our. Yeah. Can you help us get more followers? Beat. Man, I won't even fucking stop. Um, can you can you plug us on your Twitter with your 12,000 followers that are probably robots now? But you can, can you still do it? I, I haven't been do on it in years. Um, like, yeah, I could probably I could probably get into it, but I don't know. I've not used Ooh, it. I just quit. I literally just quit everything. I know what it is. I could get on <laughs> I've got a good reputation so far. Pissing on people and a twat on Twitter. Do people want to follow you. <laughs> yeah, let's get in there. Uh, um, okay, fine. Let's do our highs and lows now. Um, okay. So this is our highs and lows of like three weeks. The past three weeks. Okay. So let's do your, what did I say let's do your lows. Let's do your low first. Alright, my low was um, oh I know what it is. 
For some reason, every time I walk out of this apartment with no, this weather. No, are you fucking kidding me, Megan? <laughs> <laughs> this is my low. It's written. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Plagiarism. <laughs> All right, so combined. You definitely saw my phone. I did not see it. I swear to God. You to. You just, there's no way you've happened to have come up with the same story as she has. Today, it says weather and rain for my low. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> well, you know what? It's Melbourne and it's shit weather. It happens a lot of days. Every so time funny. I walk out of the apartment, it's like beautiful sky. I'm like, okay, I'm going to walk out now. <laughs> and then rain, like out of nowhere. Yeah, no, it's... That's why it's a low for me because it's not even forecasted. It's like, oh, it's raining okay. again. Yeah, Literally did my laundry out. yesterday and was walking did out. You do it again? No, I went. Is it working? I'm sorry. That's the time. Dried my clothes, whatever, walk out, downpour. I'm like, Jesus Christ, I'm waiting for 15 minutes. And I was like, all right, you know what, fuck it, I'm just gonna run. So I'm running with my bag of laundry, and then I get to the front door here, and it's next day in sunshine and like clear skies. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, actually, that's probably my low. Going to the laundromat. It was so heavy. Is the washing machine still broke? It's seven minutes yeah. away. And oh. the washing machine <laughs> being broken in the I love the way you guys water. refer to every laundry place as a laundromat. <laughs> that well, that to us is like American to call it all American. To call them all a laundromat. A laundrette. A laundrette. I think a laundromat might be a is a laundromat a brand or is it just what you call it? I don't know. Listeners. Please chime in. Is a laundromat a brand, or is that what you call it? I don't know. Well, it's like it's like. Can I use some, you know, Kleenex, Kleenex or Xerox? Or um, what's the other one? The tissues that you've got. That's Kleenex. Oh yeah, same thing. <laughs> you um, Purell. That was it. <laughs> Purell. <laughs> you know that antiseptic. You know what my kids, my students call it. <laughs> Um, is that not Purell or uh, hand sanitizer? They call it sanitizer. Fine, hand sanitizer. And wait, that kind of works. I did. Sanitizer. For the American audience, I did want to pick up on some of the words that I, that that used to get me deep when I lived in America. First one, obviously, um, you know when you play sports and you want to differentiate your teams with different coloured bibs. Yeah. You guys call them pinnies. pinnies. That, that that was real, real bad. A pinny in England uh, is like a girl's school uniform. A bib yes. in, at home is a baby. Yeah, no, we call them, we were like, you know, past the bibs. Um, the other one, up, well, soccer's obviously. The, the One of the big ones was when I was playing football and I had my, what we call football boots on. And one of the one of the players decided, yo, Joe, you need to take your cleats off, man. I was like, what? <laughs> take what off? Your cleats? And I'm just like, what the fuck's going on? It's such a weird thing to get used to. But it's so funny we did the Aussie slang, now we have like the English slang. I mean, we're still learning the Aussie slang. There's a lot to learn. Yeah. I can't get away with aluminum as well. That needs to be pointed out. That's, all right, I'm sorry. Just four times we would speak. Aluminum, we spell it differently. Aluminium. Yeah, I know. What about colour? Why did you, you change colour as well? You took oh, the U out of it? Well, we have a lot of U's. You guys, you guys have the U in colour, in neighbourhood, in favourite. Yeah. You the U. But then you put, like, organisations. You put ZS. Z-S. Yeah, Z S. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. So organization, because I'm I'm always typing organizations in Word, and the the grammar checker that I use, Grammarly, is American, so it just changes its organizations. Yo, shout the, out to Grammarly though. Yeah, yeah. Grammarly's pretty yes. good. Don't get the pro version though. Just get the light one. It's good. Um. Okay. So, is your low of the week? Oh, my low of the week. Um. I don't know. I suppose I've been trying to run a marketing campaign in work and I, I had an event that didn't go as well as I wanted it to go. Um, so it was a bit of a professional low for me a little bit. Yeah, yeah um, but yeah, high of the week. 
Um, I don't know. Without sounding like a gimp, I suppose this this podcast has been my high of the week. <laughs> Brownie points. Um, yeah, that's about it, really. Like I said, yeah, low. I had a, I had a, I had a low in work, and then yeah. Confused. I call Padden. Oh, I, I call Joe Padden because that's his last name, and I've always known him as Padden. It feels worse to say Joe, but um, no, maybe work. I just quit my job. I was sick of work. Six days a week. Was that a high or a low? Uh, it's in the middle. It's in the middle. I do have another high, but for this one, for now, okay. working too much, flying like flying too much, doing stupid shit, too much responsibility. I'm happy I, I've left for my own time, but at the same time, um, I miss a lot of people in work who I did make friends with. Mm-hmm. And then another high, which is also another cheesy one, I enjoyed listening to Kira sing today. Oh, <laughs> okay, this was not voluntarily. Like, I was just playing in our walls open. She was playing outside the door uh, with, with an amp as well. So. You got, you got amp. Making sure everyone could no. hear. These guys are well equipped out here. They've got nice little microphones set up. She's bored. Yeah, they got cheese boards. Oh, I, some... him. I bought that guitar up from someone on Facebook for us. <laughs> it's all right, you know, make music. Um, okay, so my two highs. Um, the first one is that I figured out how to stream American TV shows. Oh, that's a good high. Which and watch Grey's Anatomy. Watch Grey's Anatomy now. And also, I was super nervous about when The Bachelor comes back, about not being able to watch those things. Because yeah. I'm a huge fan. I'm going to make you watch it with me, Fred. I'm going to look. Uh, so Ooh. that's big. And that doesn't even come back until January. Big deal for me. My second high is that um, we bumped into someone that we know at the bar on Friday, and even though he's super drunk and won't remember this, nor does he listen to this podcast. And I harassed him for his number. <laughs> he was like the funniest person on our Whit Sundays boat. Like he was the guy who got um, sick right away. His hat flew off of his head, and he was like, "This is not what the video showed." He's <laughs> walking back and forth. He just cracked me up. And so he was going out of the bar as I was walking into it, and I was just, it was just very exciting and unexpected. So that yeah. was high. So that's a good one. Um, my high for the week, I was going to say that I guess I started working, but that's not really a high because I'm not really excited high. about mm-hmm. it. No. Fair enough. Um, so like, if you financial maybe. Depends where you're working. If you're working in one of those office buildings, they're pretty high. No, seriously. <laughs> so it's never. <laughs> Water, which is just a way to make me happy. Um, no, but I think my real high is that we booked 
Sydney for right before oh, Christmas. So I think it'll be good. Oh yeah, to and see I'm staying in Sydney um, for like ten days now. So yeah, so good to be like see people that we met along the way. I'm do Christmas there. Yeah. So on that note, um, I think we should wrap it up by chatting about some of the fires that are going on here. Oh oh oh! Because I think it's interesting for our listeners who don't. That's fire scary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, like, I think Chris should take the microphone for this one because he informed us of some news last night that. Returning monotone. <laughs> <In the laughs> I delivery. sound so exciting. Okay. Um, no, obviously, Australia has a history of fires, but this time, um, I think there's like, I think there's like, two hundred, two hundred thousand, two hundred thousand hectares or something like that. I some crazy number, but there's, there's like one that's they, like hundred kilometers yeah, long yeah, but, in Sydney, like near Sydney, right? Yeah, now. and the, but the the amount of the area that's been burnt already um, is like three or four or maybe five times more. Um, than they had last year alone. So if you think about that, that's like you know five times the amount of area that's been burnt, five times the amount of people lost lives, homes. Um, it is pretty morbid, but I only brought it up just for everyone else's sake because like Melbourne had one of the worst, <laughs> one of the worst fires. It was like 173 people died. Um, and once you're once you're locked in on Melbourne, it's game over. But like I said, <laughs> doomsday apocalypse, we're all dead. So apparently 75 koalas have died as well. Basically, you described it that the way that Melbourne is situated location wise, if there was a fire to come, we'd all be basically screwed because we'd only have the water to go to. I was performing some extracurricular activities at this moment as well, so don't take every word for (laughs) solid gold. You're like, so if, but if there's an apocalypse, like we should go to you. You're gonna have the answers. Oh, yeah, he's got a bunker. What kind of people would you guys be if it was a zombie apocalypse? <laughs> Me and Padden have already had this conversation five times <laughs> I over. I knew you would already First thing first, go on, Padden, who are you gonna go up for? You can get some medical medical professionals on scene. Doctor, you need doctor. Them. Wait, slow down. Hello, I'm a nurse. <laughs> <laughs> first things first, doctors. Padden oh. and me always say this doctors first, water next, weapons. You chain with you. Any family members, use them as bait. Phrase, phrase, a weakling, so you'll probably get picked up early. I'm done. I'm not in this conversation. All right, keep going. I'm very mm. interested. So, yeah, find medical professionals, because obviously if anything goes Do you go wrong, high up? Nah. No. I just I just look for anyone in a white coat, really, and just sort of bring them with me. What if they're like... Well, obviously, if they've lost any sort of, you know, compass mentis, then... <laughs> <laughs> then no. That's what that is. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it's Latin for a sound mind, so... Um, if, if they've got not, you know, if they're, you know, if they're not lucid, then, you know, I'm not gonna... Would gonna you lie. actually throw me to a zombie? Um, if, if you've been bit, I wouldn't hesitate no, to No, no, if we were surrounded and you needed to throw me in to make a getaway. So well, it depends on your condition, like if you're still livable, if you're savable, then yeah, come on. No, come I on, haven't but... been bit. <laughs> no bite? There's no bite, we're literally being Any chased. injuries, like where I have to carry no. or anything? This is just a hundred zombies. Can you run fast? You can't see a way out. No, you I'm sick of watching zombie them. films where people are like, oh, let's go back and save this person, then they all end up dying. Like, I'm not about that. <laughs> run. How fast can you run? That's a question.
human characteristics or shitty cinema films like that's yeah, yeah. A, can they run as like can I'm not being chased by a Joe or Padden zombie like it's just <laughs> not happening I will die um, Freya maybe not but uh, oh. no, <laughs> it just all depends doesn't it no, it's yeah. been, have you ever seen I Am Legend? Yeah. So is it like an I Am Legend sort of zombie? You know those things? Well, what are they? Mad about those, are they? Yeah, yeah, but they're clever. They start laying traps and stuff for them to go and help. So they're I smart. I think in that, in that so I think I just want to be dead. Or I'd be like, Sean, have you seen Sean the Dead? Yeah. Best film ever. Um, if it's like Sean <laughs> Sh- Sh- the Dead zombies, you can literally, as long as you walk faster than remote, Foot speed, then you'll be all right. So, I don't know what the fuck foot speed is, but I said that was on the line. As fast as a foot can. Yeah. I love how we went from fires to zombie apocalypse. That's another good. So, basically, I'm coming to you guys if something ever happens. Yeah. Well, well it depends on your not me. health. <laughs> I'm a teacher obviously but I did read a book about when they taught zombies to be like normal kids what it's a real thing so, <laughs> so this book's not fiction no it's fiction but it was real it was really written oh okay so this is a non-fiction book about zombies okay so we Every week, um, it's very cheesy. We say from all of us down under, good day. You ready? Yeah. Okay. From all of us down under, good day.